0: what's up guys welcome back to the inside view real estate podcast today we are going to be setting some expectations for your sellers here in 2022 we'll see you on the inside hey everyone i'm josh zuniga co-founder of the inside view real estate podcast where we give you bite-sized pieces of information and give you an inside look on all the major topics whether you're investor buyer seller or flipper stay tuned Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back to the Inside View Real Estate Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Josh Zuniga. I'm with my amazing host, Carl Freund. What's up, man? And today we're going to talk about an exciting exciting topic for sellers, right? Setting expectations in 2022. It has been a completely different market the past few months, or this past weeks. Qu- weeks, weeks. Even weeks. Yeah. It's getting really intense, and things are definitely shifting. Things are changing, and we want to know exactly what sellers need to expect coming into May and into the summer, And preferably what's going to happen by the end of the year. What do you, what do you see for secret? Did I
1: not call this? Like, like, can I just take a little bit? I think like five episodes. Yeah. You you definitely called it. I'll I'll give you the credit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, when the interest rates were dropping and the market was starting to just take off, Mm -hmm. I made a video on YouTube, go on my YouTube, like and subscribe, dang it. But I called it and I said, what's up with the craziness in the market? And at the end of the video, I predicted this. I predicted this literally down to the penny you've right? seen the cycles Well, i've seen the cycles so yeah. i got the benefit of that but yeah it's nuts I, and what's really interesting is that perception creates a reality mm-hmm. and we talked about this off camera quite a few times where it's like if people are like well the market's crashing the market's crashing the market is crashing it's kind of self-fulfilling prophecy right and so what we're seeing with buyers is like well they're hearing that the market's crashing they're seeing the bullshit headlines foreclosures are up 181 percent. whoever wrote that's a dick you know, because they went from one foreclosure to two foreclosures. And so, you know, the perception of the market is that it's going to go down. My general feeling is that, yes, interest rates did creep up, right? But now we're seeing that 10-year bond yield come down. And I was seeing interest rates back at like five and a quarter, five and eighth on a 30-year fixed. Affordability is coming back a little bit. Like, you know, we're not seeing the 5875s, the, you know, God forbid, 6%. And there was a headline in Yahoo News Mortgage rates at an all-time high. It's 7%. I'm like, for what product, dude?
0: Yeah, I haven't seen that before. You know,
1: we haven't seen that. And so, guys, we talked about this in like three episodes ago. You have to educate yourself. You know, so when you're looking at these mainstream media headlines, guaranteed they're getting paid to to get clicks. Yeah. So they're going to make it look as worse as possible. It's like bad news is, you know, what they thrive on. It's everywhere. So, but the problem is that it can create the perception of a bad market. And that perception could potentially impact price. Mm -hmm. So if you're a seller hearing all this doom and gloom and you're like, oh man, we got to sell right now. What are you going to do? Offer concessions? What Mm -hmm. did you just tell me two minutes ago?
0: For the first time in like almost over two years, I was able to get 2% uh, towards closing costs for one of my clients on Friday while we were in Mexico.
1: Congrats. Yeah. It was
0: absolutely nuts, right? Absolutely nuts. That was obviously case by case and that's very situational, right? Mm -hmm. But I want to touch based on what you were explaining, like the perception of the market, right? Yeah. And that's huge. Anything that you read on the news or you read in, you know, Time or Realer.com, whatever, they're going to create the perception and they know that the emotion of the audience is going to follow suit. And with those emotions, you know, attaches actions or mm-hmm. sometimes even reactions uh, based off of what they know they want, the which, which position they want to drive the market, 100%. right? So we've been, <clears throat> since the beginning of the year, They've been talking about recession. They've been talking about the market crashing. Everybody's been talking about the market crashing since 2016, right? Yeah. So, and here we go another year. Is there a recession? Who knows? If it, Is the... Uh, is the foresight for it happening? I definitely do believe that some there's going to be some type of you know switch in the market. To well, we had to, we ha- to you can't, can't keep you, up the pace. You can't stand all of this uh, all of this growth. So yeah. there's going to be a, some type of leveling off that's going to happen and going to well,
1: occur. And here's what the thing is: is that people are looking at the retirement account, right? They got four hundred and one k. They're investing into S and P five hundred, I am, you know, the, all these index funds, and, and they're down twenty percent
0: or nineteen ex- percent. Right? since yeah. the year
1: year to date. And they're like, yeah, that's not cool. We must be in a recession but understand that the job market is at an all time high. You know, we have unemployment record lows, 3.8% or something I think I I saw this morning. Mm -hmm. And so when people are like, yeah, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. Well, wait a minute, let's take a look at it. Yes, there's a lot of inflation. Yes, the market is overheated, meaning that there's too much demand and not enough supply. The Mm -hmm. supply chains are jacked up. We talked about that a lot. You know, so when I'm looking at the job market, I'm I'm saying if, if the pace of the job market continues along the way it is at at low unemployment, wages have to increase, right? Because the job market becomes competitive. So you as an employee walk into Microsoft and you're like, yo, by the way, I want a race. And they're like, well, we can't lose Josh. We'll give him a race. Let's keep up inflation. So as long as the wages keep up with inflation, we're good. Like we'll inflate our way out of this almost, you know? And so it'll become normal again. Yeah. So yeah. Gas costs an extra dollar a gallon, but you've also had a wage increase to kind of compensate for that. right? Yeah. So then we're back to normal and, and what I really need people to understand too, as a seller, what is normal because what will feel like a disaster is actually still a seller's economy. Yeah. Right. And so we're seeing, you know, we'll probably cross 10,000 listings this week is my guess on Friday. That's just my prediction. Put that in the books. My prediction is that this Friday in the Phoenix MLS, we're in Phoenix right now, we'll cross the point of 10,000 active and coming soon listings. Just my guess, my prediction. And people are going to be like, well, you know, it's, it's, it's a buyer's market. It's a buyer's market. It has to be a buyer's market. We're seeing all these price reductions. We saw 1,000 or 1,100 price reductions last week. That's about 10% of the listings out there that are doing right. price reduction. Right. That's normal. You know how many That's an average day,
0: yeah. The four, three, four years ago, that was an average. That's average. That's an average week for us.
1: In, in, in the Phoenix metro area, we're a big metropolitan area. Mm-hmm. We should have about 30,000 listings on the market at any given time. And also, the days on market should be like sixty days. And didn't you have a seller be like, "Hey, I'm
0: getting nervous. My house isn't sold in a week." Yeah. Well, you guys, I'll just give you like a perfect example. It's not just one seller; it's you know several. Um, and like you said, it was the whole point of this podcast was to set expectations. Just like Carl said, when it probably in uh, I think you said sixty days, right? I remember specifically it was sixty four days in like twenty nineteen. Was like the average. Mm-hmm. Right, and then obviously when you come into 2020, like seven or ten was like the average or hours, right? Mm. So it's nothing it has nothing to do with saying that your prop there's something wrong with your property. It's normal. It's it's going. We're just resetting a little bit to what we the expectations were just a few years ago. Okay. So there's no reason to panic. There's no reason to stress. We just take your time and we roll with the punches. And if we don't see anything after 30 days, usually after 30 days is when I would even consider potentially a price it's reduction, probably not even, yeah, even potentially a price reduction for, um, for house historically when I would, you know, list houses. Yeah. Uh, but I think I, in fact, I know that we're still in a strong market, you know, for sellers and it's just going to take a little bit more time just because your house hasn't gone under contract in hours or a couple days or showings are a little bit, you know, not what we expected, then that's okay. Okay. We just got to wait for the right buyer to come through and it will happen. We just got to remain patient. The the key to this game in the last two years has been patience. I tell that with every client, whether they're a buyer a seller or investor, we have to remain patient. If we didn't get it, it wasn't the right one. And we just move on to the next one and move on to the next one. And that's, and I'm glad that you brought up, you know, job growth here. So people are wondering, it's like, well, like you said, is the rug being pulled out from under us? Are we like headed towards that recession? Are we headed toward that crash? There's articles and I've read stats. Um, we should have seven hundred thousand more jobs here within Arizona um by twenty thirty. So what what drives the the economy here? Jobs. Local economy. Yeah, local yes. economy. That's within Arizona, guys. Uh jobs, right? Mm-hmm. We are known as a desert Silicon Valley and we have some huge tech companies that are still growing here. They're building one probably like ten miles away from where I live. A huge plant. I forgot by who whatever's off the three oh three. So there's nothing to be scared of. If you're looking to if you're a seller, still a great time to sell. Whether it's now or later in the year, we'll just have to gauge on as prices go up and as rates go up, your qualification for your buyers or your pool of buyers is going to begin to shrink, okay? So there's not some buyers are being uh, bow, are bowing out of the market. I have one literally right now that we're going to go show some homes. They're really on the edge. Like, Should I stay in the house that we're at or should I sell cash in, put all of it towards paying down um, one of my cars and putting it down for the down payment? And that's okay, guys. That's if you're in that seller situation and you feel those emotions and you're a little bit scared or on edge, that's totally fine. We are here to just give you the information, present opportunities and options. And then at the end of the day, there's no pressure. You get to make the decision, whether it's the right one for you, whether it's the right one for your family, or if it's the right timing. Right? And just be realistic.
1: Yeah. You know, and stop overpricing your houses, please. You know, that'd just, be nice, guys.
0: Yeah. Other agents, if you're listening... Yeah, it makes it take, really
1: difficult for your yeah. agent, too, by the way. You know, and I had to talk, one of my sellers like, down $25,000. Mm-hmm. bucks. i am like, dude, you're way overpriced, you know. And so, you know, thinking about that and just being realistic and understanding that it's not Josh's fault when it doesn't sell in one day. You know, that's not <laughs> the agent's fault. Yeah. And so, you know, the market does dictate where it's at. And so just
0: be aware of that. You know, as long as you got the marketing in place, you know, you're probably in a good spot. So just hang tight. Yeah. Yep. And I'm glad you brought up, obviously, price, you know, because uh, last year was definitely a year to where you could, like, Kind of shoot for the stars and mm-hmm. see what happens and most of the times you got what you wanted or even got more than what you wanted right with the market kind of resetting a little bit we have to be more diligent on exactly how we're pricing things and what's the condition of the property and all the other variables are involved with the the actual house itself okay because we're not here to outprice us from the market and not get any showings right and after 30 days or two weeks, we can obviously have a revisit and take a look at it and see uh, what's going to be the right fit or a better price point, you know, for us uh, based off its location. Nailed it. Yep. All righty, guys. So that's setting expectations for 2022 here. If you are a seller, if you're a buyer, you know, I still recommend that you definitely consider what your options and your availability is. But if you're looking to sell, still a good time. I think the market is still going to be very strong. Plenty of buyers here, plenty of opportunities. They're still coming to Arizona. And if you need any additional questions, feel free to reach out to us at any point in time. But until then... See you on the next episode. Hey, guys, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, do all the things. We want to continue to bring value to you every single episode. But Until next time, see you on the inside.